Thank you. You about to listen to Fresh Word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you for this love, Lord. I give you the glory because of who you are. I give you the praise because of who. together to celebrate the Lord for a good day. If you know you brought your hands to church, come on, do it for the Lord. And it will be greater if you add a shout of praise to the Lord for his I heard only one person shouting, can we open our mouth, can we? Uh, 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 I'm still not hearing you. Can we clap our hands together with our voice and bless the Lord, Amen. All right, let's go straight to the Bible. It's a month of Thanksgiving. We want to go straight to talk about the mystery of Thanksgiving. Nous allons parler des mystères de l'action de grâce. The mystery, the mysteries. Let me put it that way. Let's say the mysteries of Thanksgiving because les, it comes in many forms. Le mystère de l'action de grâce. We will just read a few scriptures and then, um, because of our limited time, we will go um, straight, straight, straight. All right, Psalm 22. We'll look at the book of Psalm 22 quickly. So I'm talking about the mysteries of thanksgiving. The mysteries of thanksgiving. Now write this point down. The mystery of thanksgiving is unraveled in its application. That means you can never understand or you can never see the mystery of thanksgiving unless you subscribe to it. Anybody, anybody who subscribes to thanksgiving it means that you have applied for it. And the moment you apply for it, you begin to see the mysteries that is inherent in the thanksgiving. 
Anyone who subscribes also to thanksgiving becomes an amazement and a wonder. Why am I saying you become an amazement and a wonder? It's because what thanksgiving brings on board cannot be described. You see, you, you, the same way you can't tell what will happen when God shows up at a place. That is how Thanksgiving is, because Thanksgiving has a mystery that can never be explained. That's why it's a mystery. You see, a mystery can only be explained by those who experience it. Come on, come on, come on. A mystery can only be, be, be explained by the people who experience it. If you have not experienced it, you can't explain it. That's why, you know, the Holy Ghost is here. There are people who, who, who can talk about things that they have not experienced, but when you meet a man who is speaking about what he has experienced, it's different. Because the moment he taps into what he has experienced and begins to talk about, the same glory, the same power that made him to experience that particular thing he's talking about is unleashed upon the man. So everybody who comes to that atmosphere is influenced by the same thing. Tell somebody, wake up to the word. Come on, tell somebody, wake up to the word. Because thanksgiving is not only giving God what is due his name. Write it down. Thanksgiving is not only giving God what is due his name, but thanksgiving is also a dangerous weapon in the hands of the believer. You see, it's not just coming to church and live. Last week I told you, the Bible said that, was it last week or two weeks ago? Or the last week, two weeks. All right. When I told the Bible said, give unto the Lord the glory that is due his name. And worship God in the splendor of his holiness. So you are giving God, don't, don't drop me. You, you are giving God what is due his name. So when you give him what is due his name, he will show you who he is. Ah, you, not here. you didn't get what I said. I said when you give God what is due his name, he now begins to show you who he is like. And that is a mystery because when you touch God and he begins to move, even the devil finds a place to hide because the devil doesn't know what will happen to it. So thanksgiving is not just giving God praise. It becomes a tool in the hands of the believer. You hold on to that one because it can do something amazing. You see, the Bible said when we give God thanks, or when we praise his name, God inhabits, that means God is enthroned. So I'm going to talk to you about how God is enthroned. When we say God is enthroned, when God inhabits, for example, if you are hiding in some corner and you begin to worship and give God praise, while you are giving God praise in that small ghetto where you find yourself, now, God begins to show up at that point. But when God is showing up at that point, there are things that begin to happen because he's showing up. For example, if a president is going to a place, there is a convoy that goes with him. 
le convoi qui va avec when le you begin to hear the siren and begin to see the motorcade coming, it tells you something that someone is coming. Quand tu entends la sirène et les motards, so without anybody telling you, even if you are driving on the road, regardless of how expensive your vehicle is, you have to pull over. Et que quel que soit le, la chaise de la voiture, tu dois te the motorcade coming to pass. Quand par la, la, les motards. So arrive. in the same vein, when we begin to give God what is due His name, de cette même manière quand on donne la Dieu son nom, to inhabit the place. When we say God inhabits the place, we are simply saying that God takes over. He makes that place his dwelling. So can you tell me that sickness and God can dwell in the same place? No. Limitation and God can dwell in the same place? No. Now, the give us the scripture, Psalm 22, verse 3, quickly. Psalm 22, verse 3. I told you, run very fast. But, but you are holy and throne in the praises of Israel. Now, read it again. But you are holy and throne in the praises of Israel. It says, but you are holy and you are enthroned in what? The praises of Israel. In the, pla- in the praises of Israel, he's simply talking about when, when praise is offered. In other words, when you are praising God, you are thanking him. So, you know, you have to run a bit fast with me. So when when you are praising him, you are enthroning him. Now to enthrone means to install. Come on, write it down. To enthrone means to install. That, like, like your phones, there are some applications if you want to make it usable. If you want to have that same application work for you, what do you do? Come and talk to me. If you want to have the application work for you, what do you do? Hey, or you use, you use YAM phones? Or you, all of you are using the analog phones? Everybody's using a, a smartphone now. So if you want to have it applicable on your phone, what do you do? Come on, what do you do? So if you want God, if you want God to work, you want God to, to move on your behalf, what do you do? You won't throw him, but you install him. Ah. You didn't get what I said. Like you'd be clapping and praising God for that one. You you install him. You install him upon a throne. So when we say you, God is enthroned, what we are simply saying is that we install him on a throne. Now, we do this normally to during a ceremony to mark the beginning of that person's reign. When you install something, you know, the day you install something on your phone, from that day, you have commenced the application of that which you have installed. The moment you begin to praise God, you have simply from that moment installed or installed God to take over your affairs. Should I go and preach somewhere else this morning? Maybe second service people will be alive. Maybe you are still coming out of your sleep. <laughs> Maybe you are still coming out of your sleep. So that particular moment, what you have done is that you have initiated. You have initiated the manifestation or the performance of that application on your phone. Uh, when you begin to praise God, you initiate the movement of God in your affairs. You, you get God connected to whatever is happening around your life. That's why it's so good. Another word for installation or to enthrone God means to sit in a place associated with a position of authority and influence. 
So when you when you enthrone God, in other when you praise Him, what you are doing is that you are saying, God, come and sit in this place. That is associated with what authority and influence. So when God comes to that place by your praise, instantly. I said what? Instantly. He takes authority over sickness. He takes authority over every satanic attack over your life. I'm showing what it means to enthrone God. When you worship him, when you are praising him, when you are saying thank you God for how far you have brought me, all you are saying that God come and take the place of authority. Come and let your influence be experienced. So the moment God walks into the place and you begin to worship him, as you worship, he comes in, as you praise him, he walks into the place. You know, it's like there is no seat around. Harold, please bring your seat. Put your seat here. That's an empty seat. So you are walking about thanking God, behave like you are thanking God and praising him around. But there are things going on around you, be it good, bad, or ugly. You are looking at it. Now, this is God. Pastor Fred, can you come? Now, whilst he's doing this, somebody is walking to come to the room. Can you take over the seat now? Now, God comes to sit down because this man has decided to lift up his name and to praise him. So the moment he keeps praising and praising, before he realizes there is somebody with him. Oh, you are not in church. Before he realizes, someone has come to take his seat. And when God takes his seat in your life, tell me who now has authority over you. Tell me what influences you. Sickness can influence you. The devil can influence you. Negativities cannot influence you. Why? Because God is enthroned. He has come to take his seat. Those who don't praise God, God don't have a seat in their life. That's why praise is good. That's why David was a praiser. David praised God. He praised God and he never lost a battle because when God sits, you can't lose. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. I said, when God sits, you cannot lose. To enthrone also means to assign supreme virtue or value to someone. In other words, it means to exalt. So, when you are praising God, it means you are exalting him. When you are exalting him, Pastor Bo, can you stand up? You see, when he stood up, he's higher than him. When he stood up, he's taller than him. Yeah. When he stood up, he can see further than him. Yeah. So when you talk about praising God, what you are doing is that you are exalting God above your limitations. You are exalting God about your economic deficiencies. Oh, yeah. The, the, how tight your economy is, how difficult life is becoming, how, how sicknesses are all over the world. Every place the devil is trying to take dominion. Don't drop me. Don't drop me. The devil is trying to have dominion over everything. When you begin to praise God, what you are doing is that you are exalting God above Corona. You are exalting God above 
above Omicron or whatever they call it. You are, you are exalting God above your empty pocket. Whilst you are lifting his name and praising him, hear me, when he takes over, your empty pocket will be filled. I'm telling you, whatever the devil is trying to control your mind to make it feel like you are losing your mind, he takes over and your mind is conditioned for glory. You are positioned for power. He unleashes his glory and virtue upon your life. And the devil gets lost because God is on his throne. Somebody shout amen. Amen. That's what it is. Now let me show you a few things that happens when you praise God. I'm just playing around. I, I just talk about in throne. That's all I was talking about. Now I'm going to, what happens when we praise God? What happens? Why is praise a mystery? Number one, Acts 16, 25. Acts 16, quickly. Acts 16, 25, quickly. Let's look at Acts Please, quick, quick, quick. Acts 16, 25. Let's go there quickly. The first thing that happens is that when we praise God, there is what I call angelic manifestations or angelic assistance. You, you, can, you can also call appearance of angels or appearance of the feet of holy men. You can call it that. You can also call it appearance of celestial beings. Whichever way you want it, you can write it. It's the same thing. Can we read together? Acts chapter 16, verse 26. Uh-huh. But at midnight, Paul uh -huh. and Silas were praying. Now, these were people who have just been flogged and beaten and dumped into prison. But the Bible said when they began to praise God, something happened. Hear me? It doesn't matter where you find yourself. God can still step in. Man. Can you hear what I'm talking about? I say, it doesn't matter if I were to be America. I would say, you know, no matter what happens to you, God will still step in for you. <laughs> oh, yes, God will still step in for you. He will step in. He will step in. Look at the scripture. These are people who have been flogged. They've been beaten. They, they, they've been molested and downtrodden. They threw them down into prison. But in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the affliction, they realized that they have to enthrone someone in their pain. You are not here. You are not here. They, they said we have, to, we have to exalt someone above what we are going through because he's the only person that can pick us out of the pit. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. Do you know why it took Judah to get, to get Joseph out of, the, out of the pit they put him? Because Judah stands for praise. And when Judah, when, when the brothers of Joseph put him down into the pit, all of them came around. Nobody could do anything until Judah showed up. When, when, when praise shows up, it doesn't matter how deep the dungeon is, God will surely pick you and bring you out. You didn't, you didn't hear what I said. I said, it doesn't matter how deep your pit is, when, when praise stands in front of the door, all things are made possible for you. Let's go on quickly, quickly, quickly. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. They were praying and singing hymns and to God. And singing what? Hymns. Praising God, worshiping, thanking him that ah, we are so blessed that for your name's sake we are in prison. Somebody lost me on that. Ah, I said I lost the praise in that area. Look at that. They were just praising God. Yes, go on, go on. Quickly. Singing hymns to God. Singing hymns to God. And the prisoners God. were listening and to them. And the prisoners were listening to them, uh-huh. Suddenly. Oh, first thing that happens, I can preach this the whole day. The first thing that happens is that when we praise God, there is a sudden reaction. Write it down. You see, this is what surprises the devil. Because when it's a sudden reaction, it's not pre-planned. Oh, you didn't hear me. It's not, it's not pre-arranged. I like your suit. It's not pre-arranged. It just happens like that. 
So what the devil's not, the devil's not expecting you will come out of what they have, they have taken you through. But by the time the devil realized you are standing and praising God without them knowing how you got out of that situation. I prophesy to the person who can clap and shout and praise God that you are coming out of whatever the devil has put amen. you through. And there will be no trace of what you have been through. Amen. Somebody shout amen. amen. Let's run quickly. I'm rushing you because... Time is on, not Suddenly, on there was a great earthquake. Look at that. So the second that happened, you see, anytime there's, a, there's an earthquake, there is a rearrangement. So when you praise God, there's a rearrangement. If you were at the back, God brings you to the front. Amen. You didn't hear what I said. If you were sick, you get healed. If, if you, were, you had nothing in your pocket, money suddenly comes into your pocket. If you have been disfavored, immediately you are favored. If, if, if nobody, nobody loves you, immediately God sends those who can love you. Because when there's an earthquake, everything is rearranged. I prophesy that by your praise and your shouting this morning. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I didn't say you should sit and look at me. I said, by your clapping and your shouting and your praising, let there be a spiritual rearrangement for you. A rearrangement in your marriage, a rearrangement in your career, a rearrangement in your ministry, a rearrangement in your finances, anything that concerns your destiny, may God begin to rearrange it for you. When you praise God and you thank Him, there is a rearrangement. They never thought you would arrive. They never thought something good can happen. By your praise. Is, because these were guys who were in prison. But by virtue of the earthquake, the people who put them in never found them there. You didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear what I said. They, they can put you right there, but your praise would change you. So praise actually changes a man's location. Oh, yes. It will change your location. It changes it. Let's go. Next one earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. You see, one of the things that shake foundations apart from prayer is praise. A thanksgiving can shake a foundation. A foundation had to do with the genesis. It stands for the bedrock. It stands upon that which undergirds your life, that which holds you in place, that which keeps you going. So God is saying that whatever has support was supposed to keep you going, but it's not keeping you going by your praise. He will shake it and now you begin to go. You must hear what I'm talking about. You begin to go. Let's run quickly. And oh, immediately, mm-hmm. all the doors were opened. So and everyone's chains praise, were Praise or thanksgiving is an all-doors opening weapon. It's an what? All-doors Yes. All-doors opening weapon. The Bible never said one door. It said all. If there is something that can open all doors... Subscribe to praise. Subscribe to thanksgiving. Do you hear what I said? If there is something that can open every door, your financial door, marital door, business door, career door, anything you are looking for, if there is something that can guarantee you that, it is thanksgiving. It's in the Bible. Nothing breaks things like praise. (laughs) Finish it. All the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. You know, all these things you are looking at, it is just one thing that God did. It was a response from heaven. One response from heaven. See the results. Come Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't just mix the sound. Hear what I'm telling you. One response from heaven as a result of a man's thanksgiving and praise to God. See all the things we are reading. Even prison doors cannot hold it. Prison doors cannot hold your prayer. It can't hold you again. You know why? Because God is enthroned. When God is enthroned, I told you when he sits in a place, 
whatever held you begins to lose its grips on your life. Because when he walks into a place, nothing can hold you anymore. Nothing can hold you anymore. If nothing can hold him, you see, let me explain something briefly before I close. When God gets into the place, he comes to whoever he is. If a rich man or a wealthy person comes to live in an area, you will see that a wealthy person is living here. Because if the road is bad, he will change it. So it will tell you that there's someone who has come to this area. So when God gets into a place, whoever he is, he carries himself wherever he goes. I hear what I'm saying. That's why you must bask on God. That's why you must settle with him. Because when he comes to you, he comes to you with whoever he is. Thank you. So whatever he's not can never be found in your life. Oh, Jesus, help us today. Let's leave this. Let's leave this and continue. Let, let me give you final scripture. Luke twenty two nineteen. last one. Then we pray. I can go and go on and on and on, but... That's because of my time. This is the last thing I'll talk about. And he took the bread, uh-huh. gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance now, of me. Now, there, there were two places where Jesus broke bread. One of them, okay, 3,000, 5,000. You see, there were different, different groups of people. Now, each of them, the bread that they had was not enough. So, what it actually means is that praise removes limitations. It takes it out. It makes what is less than enough become more than enough. If you want to multiply, one of the easiest ways to multiply anything you have is to subscribe to what I call Thanksgiving. When you subscribe to thanksgiving, God begins to multiply your life. You see, you won't know how things will work, but you see it working. You cannot describe how you came through, but you see yourself out of it. You know how you paid it, but you see that it's paid. You know how you got there, but you find yourself there. That's what I'm talking about, multiplication. Jesus knew that there was a secret to multiplication. It wasn't crying about your inefficiencies. It wasn't crying about the fact that you don't have enough, or nobody's giving you more than you need, or nobody's coming to you to assist you, or nobody's giving you anything. Nobody loves you for that. No, it's not about any of those things. When Jesus took the five loaves of bread and two fish, he knew that there was a mystery that if he can subscribe to it, the people who have surrounded him, they are, they are no trouble at all. Don't look at your situation and say it's big trouble. Look at the mystery of what you can tap from heaven that can unravel and cause that which was a burden upon your life to be something under your feet. I pray for somebody who can clap and rejoice in the name of the Lord. That your praise and your thanksgiving will cause you to come to a place of multiplication. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about addition. Rise on your feet. I'm not talking about addition. I'm talking about multiplication multiplies you. To the extent that there was even a leftover. Twelve baskets. Twelve baskets. <laughs> twelve baskets. Somebody can refer to twelve baskets as twelve months. That means in every month God can take care of you. If only you can praise him. If only you can thank him. Every month you have supply. Oh yes, you have supply. You have supply. You have supply. If only you can, you can bask on praising him. If only you can bask on thanking him and giving God glory and honor. Oh, Shia. You begin to see amazing. One day, uh, mommy said to me, don't say anything is expensive. I said, don't say anything is expensive. So now I don't say anything is expensive anymore. Because 
The more I say, I'm looking at it as an expensive, I'm limiting myself, I'm limiting the capacity of God. So when I look at it, I won't say it's expensive. I will say it's attainable. I will say it's collectible. I will say I can have it. That, that is what will unleash what God has put on my inside. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You, you have to come to a place where you believe God. You have to believe him. Lift your hands. You're going to talk to God. In the next few minutes, you want to praise him for your situation. Thank him for how far you have come this year. That others have died, but you are still standing. Some have lost their jobs. Some are sick. Some don't know what to do. Some have lost their minds. They don't know what. They have lost their bearing. They don't know what to do with their lives. But thank God you are still alive. Somebody lift your hands. You have been blessed by this broadcast. Contact me on phone via plus two three three two four four six nine four two nine nine or email me on pubwilly at gmail.com. That is P R O P H W I L L I E at gmail.com. Follow me on my social media platforms Facebook page at Prophet William Addison podcast and subscribe to my youtube channel instagram handle and twitter handle at prof willie that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at prof willie and if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to christ say this prayer after me dear lord jesus i know that i am a sinner and i ask for your forgiveness i believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead i turn from my sins i trust you and follow you as my lord and savior in jesus name amen god bless you